Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Tywana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your award-winning leadership maven, medical laboratory scientist by background, best-selling author, founder, and CEO of Trendy Elite Media Group, as well as Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Maxwell Disc Certified Consultant, and co-owner of Direct Impact Broadcasting Network. Before we bring on my special guest, I want to share a few announcements. I am booking guests for this podcast throughout the remainder of 2020. If you have a leadership message that you want to share, you can go on to directimpactbroadcasting.com to submit your interest. We have a new podcast on the network called SOS for Leaders, offering you practical strategies you can use in your personal and professional life in just 20 minutes or less. Along those lines, make sure you grab your autographed copy of Leadership Tidbits now on sale at www.trendyelitellc.com. Today's special guest, Ms. Selena Basharin. Selena Basharin is a business system strategist who mentors visionary small business owners looking to make a bigger impact in the world. She coaches them to create sustainable business growth, get clear on their priorities, implement strategies that increase effectiveness and streamline their business for financial success in a way that's rewarding, fun, and easy. With over 10 years' experience in career guidance, hospitality, and welfare to work, Selena has trained, coached, and mentored senior leaders and CEOs in leadership and personal development. She personally experienced and saw with her clients and the organizations she supported how being overworked and having a lack of clarity to create the right strategies, habits, or systems can have a detrimental effect on productivity, performance, and success. Selena helps her clients to work more productively and achieve success more effectively without sacrificing their well-being or the need for perfection and overworking. Her passion is encouraging people to utilize their innate gifts and genius as well as helping leaders to create stronger boundaries, making a bigger impact in the world, and truly thrive. Good evening. Good evening, Selena. How are you doing? Hello. I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am doing well. I'm so excited to have you on and learn a little bit more about you and what you do. So let's just jump right in. Amazing. So, Selena, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your leadership journey and how did you get to where you are today? Okay, so I suppose my leadership journey has always been one where I've worked quite closely with leaders. So when I was very young, 
I started working within kind of voluntary settings. And again, that allowed me to work really closely with leaders as well. At about sort of 17, 18, I got involved in youth work. And again, you know, where people were a lot older than me in terms of leadership of organizations, I was with them as well. And then in various community settings that I've worked in, I was always, as I said, I was quite fortunate enough to be in leadership roles um, and with people that were a lot older than me often as well. And um, again, kind of, you know, some not always diverse communities. And again, I was really fortunate enough to be in those um, situations I've led in terms of board, so being a trustee and being chair in governance as well. So I've been quite fortunate in different settings uh, to be part of those things and to learn from some really good leaders as well and to work really closely with them. So that's really helped me some of how not to do it and some of how to do it as well. That's awesome. It's very important that we surround ourselves with people who can help us thrive and give us information in which we may not see for ourselves or able to obtain for ourselves. So that's very interesting that you mentioned that. Leaders come from different, from all different backgrounds with different strengths and, ex- and experience. What do you feel has been beneficial for you to thrive as a leader and open up doors for you to be successful in your life and in your business? I think as I've grown on my leadership journey, I think that the more that we can take time to think, to pause, to step back, I think that's helped me on my leadership journey. And when I've, as I said, worked with a lot of leaders as well, those that have the ability to, as as kind of business or their load increases, those that have the ability to really step back, to think and to connect kind of with wisdom, I think that's definitely been something that's helped within my leadership journey as well. Also being able to try things as well, to try different things and to learn about people as well. I think that definite understanding of people, how they work, the drivers behind people has really helped me as well. And to understand and really how people's behavior, as I said, works as well. But that's been a strength as well, not to take things on. Awesome. That's awesome. As you find that you're going about your leadership journey, have you found that asking the right questions have been critical? As we know, good leaders not only are sponges, but they ask great questions. What has been some of the best questions you've asked that has made a big difference on your path? I think sometimes it's simple questions just like why, so wanting to understand the motivations of things or people behind the actions that they do. So then it helps you to build up a really clear picture. And I think also when you are asking questions, it's about also not going in there with your own presumptions or with your own uh, background, but really seeking to find out you know, from a non-judgmental point of view in order to make those bigger pictures. So it's the why. It's really helping people, as I said, to get to that point of why. What's the why behind the way things are done? What's the motivation behind that choice? What is it that's driven, you know, that particular action? So it's the questions that really get to the root of, you know, an action and helps people to re- and us as well to stop us from our, I suppose, routine doing as well. Those questions, I think, have, for me, have been the most helpful and the way to get to the best results. 
Absolutely. That makes sense. The scientist in me always wants to know the why. Why are we doing this? <laughs> why are you doing that? You know, it, it just helps uh, put everything into into uh, reality for me. So that those are great questions to ask. As you probably work with a lot of younger leaders, and, and I know I've worked with younger leaders, uh, sometimes they just hear about all of the amazing things that we do. You know, they see the end result of the bio. They don't necessarily see the journey to the end result. So can you talk about some times that you've experienced some failures along your journey, and what were the learning lessons that you learned from those failures? I think probably the biggest things would be around, I think I mentioned it before a little bit, understanding people and not necessarily having the armor when you're going into some conversations with people. And I think sometimes that can be issues as a younger leader. You know, if you're working with people that are maybe older or have been in a company for a while or a place for a while, and it's going in as a newer, younger person. So it's maybe, I think, as I said, some of the questionings or, or not realizing the things that you need to be armed with when you go in there. And also, I suppose, it would be in taking things personally but not realizing actually, you know, these are the ways that need to be done kind of when I'm handling this person. Um, and I think naivety as well for younger leaders as well, if you're naive. And I think sometimes that's been, I think I look back to myself in the past, it's maybe handling a situation naively without, and I'm not saying you calculate, but sometimes often as a leader you've got to go in strategically and have thought about the situation first. So I think there could be some of the uh, things that I've maybe not done, and I think younger leaders sometimes as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes what you don't know do do hurt you, uh, even yes. though, you know, when you go into it, and it, it could be, you know, experience or lack thereof. Uh, that can be, you know, depending on how you handle your uh, employees or how you handle those that you mentor or, you know, how you talk with people. Sometimes our life experience does get it in the way and can cause us to have some failures or learning lessons along the way. As an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've had to have tough skin because, as we all know, you hear a lot of yeses, yes, I'm interested, I want your product, I want your service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also hear a lot of no's, like, no, I don't want to invest in personal development. No, I don't need the financial uh, counseling. I don't need the financial help. I don't need that. Uh, so what kind of mindset have you had to develop since starting your business? Well, I think personally uh, it's, Two things. So you have to start to not take it personally, which is about creating a sense of resilience that you are going to have no's, but at the same time, the people that say yes to you are going to be the right people, and that you don't need everyone, you just need those that are called for you to understand. Also, it's about also for me of looking at the way you have those conversations as well 
and using it as, you know, learning opportunities. Even if someone says, no, it's about understanding what's the reason behind. Is there something that, yes, I could have done, but if not, actually, let me not take it on. And how can I learn from this situation to move on to the next one? And actually, also, that no for right now doesn't mean a no forever. And is it about keeping in touch? Is it about helping the person in a different way? Or is it something that, okay, no, fine, we'll leave it. But it's also not, I think, dwelling into it too much sometimes in terms of our emotion. But, and that takes work and it's not easy. But, yeah, it's about stepping back as well. Absolutely. That's great. Great advice. No doesn't mean never. It just doesn't mean, it just means not right now. So I think mm-hmm. that is awesome. Yes, we definitely have to develop that sense of resiliency, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur. So when you think about your uh, success in your business, what has success taught you? It's taught me to appreciate myself, the skills I have, other people um, as well. Definitely the community and connection is really important in the right places. Um, It's taught me, as we just said, about resilience as well. It's taught me about the importance of trust, the importance of alignment, and really going after my gifts, but also that bigger... We spoke about the why earlier on, having that bigger why behind what you're doing and really being in it for a bigger purpose and a bigger reason as well. You know, and really uh, through the journey, it's been about evaluating exactly that. What does success mean to me? What are my values? What am I prepared to give up, not give up, you know, in order to have success? Why am I even in this game? And if it's something quick that I want, no, I want to do something lasting that really makes a difference. And what is my path in order to get that? And also the fact that, as you said earlier on, I think as well, that we need to work to some degree. You know, there's, there's things in the long game that you need to put the work in. It's not an overnight, although sometimes things can look like they are, but we do have to invest in what we want as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you think about the flip side of that, uh, what has failure taught you in your business? Uh, Equal, I think. Failure has taught me sometimes about what is really important. It has helped me to have that sense of resilience. It strengthened me in some ways. Um, It's diverted and directed me away from things that probably aren't important to me. It's made me see areas where I need to grow um, as well. Um, And again, the importance of connection and the importance of kind of, yeah, collaboration as well. And trusting that I will learn from the situations and everything that is supposed to come to me. I'll find a different way to get it if I didn't heed the first time and, and through that lesson. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Selena, for that. That's awesome. We know as leaders that growth is intentional. What do you do for your own personal growth as well as professional growth for your business? What do you do? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you read books? 
or do you invest in programs? I know that some of our listeners out there, they're always thinking of ways that they can grow and develop themselves. And so it's important for our our leaders that we have on the call, on the line, on the podcast, to be able to uh, kind of get some ideas from you. Yeah, I do read, um, again, looking at, you know, various things that is going to help me to grow in terms of positive words, positive affirmations, listening to things like that as well, following, you know, other leaders that have gone before, so the kind of the John Maxwells, um, those like things as well. Another personal development book that really helped me was one called The Slight Edge, and that was all about sort of the importance of daily action as well and how that contributes to bigger growth as well. And psychocybernetics was another one. Again, it spoke about kind of habits and mindset as well. So initially, they were things that has helped me over with my journey, um, thinking about my growth as well. Again, I'm always open to different podcasts from uh, kind of different business owners I come across online, uh, being part of Facebook groups, for example, as well. And there are, um, again, a number of uh, Facebook groups kind of that have, again, positive things, things to put out to read as well. And being able to speak to people always really helps too. Awesome. I'm happy you mentioned about Facebook groups. I had another leader on that also talked about the use of Facebook groups and social media. Sometimes we don't always think of those as avenues in which we can personally develop. So that's good Mm -hmm. that you mentioned uh, being able to get some insight and some expertise from others uh, in your niche uh, inside of social media. Awesome. So in a time where we are asked to do more, serve more, give more, be the best, and the list just goes on and on and on. (laughs) One's core values can be compromised in the process of trying to, you know, we're trying to elevate our careers and position position ourselves in a workplace. What kind of advice would you give to the listeners who might be struggling a little bit with that work-life balance, that family life, harmony, and then the internal struggles within themselves of trying to do it all. Yeah. I think, first of all, if you feel in that position, the important thing is to go back to base. So have that time where you can go back and look at what is your vision, what are your values, and why are they important to you. I think it's important to – I think sometimes, as you said, we can get so busy – And we feel that we have to go, 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 go and keep moving. But it's really important to have mechanisms to be able to do it. The other thing as well is thinking about what are our priorities. Now, again, as I said, especially at this time where we are kind of juggling everything and trying to be everything, it's, you know, really important to remember at at every moment you can't be everything to everything. But it's what is your priority you know, how do you give fully? How do you, how are you present when you're in that situation? So we're and having really good cutoff times. And I find as well, if we're working in a way that's sort of bite-sized, focused on our priorities, then it allows you to, you're not splitting yourself because you know that when I'm on work, this is how I'm focused and this, but it's being really clear and looking at your whole situation. 
and thinking, this is the physical time, the emotional time that I have to give to this. When I'm doing this, I'm, this is how I'm fully giving. So it's that thing where we're not trying to juggle, run around everything all at once, but we come from a place where we, you know, connect to that internal alignment first. We collect to our values, and then we now start looking at what's important. And we don't, we're not, you know, feeling forced to rush, push, be pushed around by each of the things that are important, but we're clear and we're owning that. Then when we find ourselves in that position where we feel like that, it's about creating that space to go back to that base of, right, what's important to me? What's my next step? What do I need to do? Absolutely. Always getting back to our priorities and our values uh, will carry us through because in the midst of the chaos and the noise, it's easy to uh, get kind of caught up in in all of that excitement. And so I think you hit the nail right on the head of getting back to those things that keep you centered uh, will carry you through. Yeah. Selena, when you think about mentoring and and coaching, and I know that you have done a lot of mentoring and coaching, what part has mentorship or coaching played on the progression of your career or business? Mentoring has really helped me a lot. So whether it's from someone in terms of a paid capacity or whether it's others that have been modeling, you know, I've seen that have done it successfully, but I've always been someone that's invested in different ways with mentoring and support. And as we said sort of in my introduction as well, being able to work with people and see, you know, other leaders um, and learn from how they're doing has really helped me as well. That said, again, even peers can be really good mentors as well if they've been, maybe they're at the same level, but they've been they've got some sort of expertise that can really support, they can be accountable and really, uh, yeah, that's really helped me as well. Awesome. And when you look back over your mentors and your coaches, did you find that, you had more men mentors or women, or was it about the same? Because sometimes I know that I've been in meetings uh, with some senior-level executives, and and they usually say that their mentors have been one sex over the other. And so I'm always curious to know if, you know, maybe that was just their experience, or did you find that you were able to get mentorship from one sex versus the other more easily? I think I've had both, but certain settings have had more female. So there might have been times where, for example, I had quite a lot of good leadership um, in my, say, church settings or external settings that were all men. But within my workplace and a business setting, there were largely women. So that kind of, you know, or or crossover. So I think that's helped get some of the the combination as well sometimes. there's definitely a lot of women that I've been around, but equally there have been some very positive men in different settings that have been able to help me as well. Awesome, awesome. And so I know in your business you do a lot of mentoring and coaching. You want to talk a little bit about what you offer in regards to the mentorship and coaching for your clients? 
Yeah. So with what I do, as I said, I started firstly kind of more around just looking at the business strategy and the ideas. Because again, part of my background was in careers advice. It was in kind of, you know, so it was very more the structured business coaching. But really just kind of what I've adapted to now is really supporting people, one, around their business efficiency and around how to do things without hustling in their business. So we combine kind of how do you practically work what systems do you need to put in place in your business? How can you have more balance? And what do you need to grow as a leader as well? So it's kind of combining, as I said, the practicality, the mindset side, and the right, how do I do my day-to-day? How do I set up my business in a way that's designed to grow, that doesn't need me to sort of do everything, be everything, and be really busy? And how can I create and develop new ideas? And particularly at this time as well as we are, I'm supporting a lot of my clients within their transition. So how do I need to adapt my business to work now that I'm purely at home, especially if they've got bricks and mortar business? How do I adapt my business in a way that, you know, I'm going to be able to grow? How do I work productively in a way that's good for my well-being, good for my family's well-being, and can allow me to serve? Um, Are there skills that I need to adapt, develop, you know, and how can I reach my clients on a better way, but work in a way, you know, what systems or processes do I need in my business in order to make that change as well? Nice. And how can I effectively so you, use support as well? Sorry, yeah. No, you're fine. So, Selena, are you finding it difficult for your clients that has the brick-and-mortar businesses to kind of transition or to uh, be able to adapt in these changing times where we're calling for people to be more remote and using uh, more virtual? I think some are finding it a challenge, but with every single person I've spoken to, you know, there's always there's always an essence of their skill. So with a client, for example, recently that I was working with um, over the last week, for me, it was about, and this is what I always do with everyone, what is your skill? So your business might be operating in a particular way, but actually let's get down to the core of what your skills are. How can we use those skills in an online platform? Yes, this brick and mortar bit is not, but how can you adapt the skills to combine, to offer, to teach, to operate in a way that works with remote. Then I think what the kind of the biggest challenges as well around that for a lot of people is the mindset of having to deal with the change. So that I think is the biggest part for everyone. So it's being able to work through that shift in mindset, that shift in identity uh, to be able to now create something different. A lot of the clients I worked with had elements maybe that were part, you know, that could be, but it's about maneuvering that much faster um, to respond to this present situation. Because I think a lot of, some people are of the mind that, right, it's all going to be back to get to normal in September. But actually it's also, I say to my clients, even if it is back to normal, if you expand to online, then actually it opens up more gates for you. And actually it saves time. You can look at support and outsourcing for elements to run as well. So actually it's smart to be able to implement it now and moving forward as well. That's great advice. If you if you get prepared and stay prepared, then you don't have to get ready, as they say. So if you do it mm-hmm. now, 
during this challenging time when things do go back to a sense of normalcy, whatever our new normal will be, then you are ready to not only continue to, to thrive, but you are able to scale and, and, you know, and open up more doors for you. So I think that's yeah. excellent information uh, that you are giving your clients. It also makes me think about uh, leaders and, and they're trying to find ways to get their leadership experience and building their leadership yeah. toolbox. And so what advice would you give to an emergent leader who during this time, they have extra time, maybe they're at home, uh, what advice would you give them to be able to build up their leadership toolbox so that when we go back to our new normal, uh, that they are ready to, to take on new opportunities and, and excel in their careers? I think the biggest thing probably at this time, and I was saying to quite a few people, actually this time is a really good time to learn so for those new leaders and emerging leaders, it's like, okay, you can learn now. What are the skills that you need to kind of hone in on or develop at this time? So those are kind of the personal things. Then it's also how can you strengthen your mind and your mindset? What are the emotional kind of growths that are needed? So that's what they can be focusing on. Also, they can use this time to build relationships and to start communicating with people as well. Because obviously people are really stressed, people are worried. So again, for leaders to be able to communicate with people, to be someone that offers a solution, calms people down, learns, gets to know about situations and what's happening to people and how people are managing. Again, those things, and listen, those things I think will really help leaders at this time so that they've got the right foundations when they go back to however life will look like in the future. Awesome. I love that. Using this time to communicate and build relationships. I, I have been watching Facebook and some of the other social media channels, and it's just so interesting to me. I see all of these Zoom group pop-ups and Zoom workout groups and Zoom, yeah. just everything of people wanting to communicate and have that kind of face-to-face -face interaction. So Build, taking the yeah. time to build relationships and communicate. I think that was spot on. That was perfect uh, advice that you mm -hmm. gave to the listeners during this time. Because, it's a, you know, during our day-to-day -day where we're busy and we're using the computer to maybe send emails or text messages, but we had gotten away from that communicating uh, with yeah. our, our loved ones and friends and you know, sometimes you don't realize what you got until it's gone. So, you know, now I through this. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was saying the other day, like, I will come out of this situation 100% knowing how to love more. Like, that's what I want. I want to come out of this knowing how to love more, to be a better human being, to give, to know my values, like, even more at this time because I will really know what I've missed kind of in this time. What? Appreciate. Right, right. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, again, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And, and when you can't see people every day and interact with them how you used to interacting with them and everybody has to be in their own bubble, if you will, it does make you want to love more and be intentional about that and being intentional about communicating and 
and all of that because, you know, during this time, we've had to find creative ways to do that, things that we've taken for granted. Yeah. When you think back over your life and your leadership journey, I'm sure there are things that have come to your mind and you'd be like, man, if I would have knew this 20 years ago, 10 years ago, if I would have had this bit of advice, I would have been better off. So when you think back over your journey, do you have any of those nuggets you feel like, man, if I would have knew this, if I would have just knew this, I could have avoided this? (laughs) I think for me, it's anything that helps me to understand people more. Um, the motives of people, the ways people react or the reasons people react in particular ways, and then how to, how not to take it on as well, and how to arm myself, I think, and grow my confidence so that I have not taken that on. I think, yeah, anything that's going to help me to get better in those areas, I think, well, yeah, definitely the key for me. Learning, learning people more. I think you, you couldn't have said it better. Take that time to learn people more, learn their motives. They say if you just listen, people will tell you everything that you need to know if and only if you just listen to what people yeah. say and what they do. <laughs> and what they don't say. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Absolutely. Leaders are breeders, not just of people, but of their, not just of books, but of people and their actions and things that they're doing. What tidbits of wisdom can you leave our listeners with that they could use in both their personal and professional lives? I think it would be at this time and beyond as well, it's about going back to what is really important to them, being really clear about their priorities and to be able to still create a sense of balance, like do those things and find out those things that you love, that are going to help to nurture you, that are going to help to grow you even at this crazy time. So being able to step back and do things that allow you to step back as well. And then, like we said, listen. Listen, 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 listen in all situations, but help you that to, yeah, to grow your confidence as well. Awesome. Selena, what's next for you personally and professionally? I think for me, as I said, the main thing at the moment is about good collaborations. So I'm working, again, like being on this podcast here now, other speaking at platforms um, in terms of my business, working with key people as well, and just really looking at the transition and supporting people through this transition as well. I think one of the other things that will rise from this, I think, as well, is about looking at, as a society, what we need as leaders. I think this process is helping us really evaluate and to look at leadership. So I definitely want to get more involved in that conversation, not just, as I said, on my business level, but on a bigger scale level, whatever that looks like as well. So looking at ways that I can be involved in that conversation and that work in terms of leadership and what the world needs of leadership right now as well. Awesome. Selena, how can our listeners stay connected with you and learn more about you and support you in your leadership journey and business as you go forward? 
Okay, so I mainly, I use Facebook and LinkedIn, so you can definitely find me on Facebook, on social media, so as Selena Bosherin, and also my business page, which is Caterpillar to Butterfly, or if you're putting in the whole uh, sort of sign in, it's Butterfly Transform, Transform. And my business, um, Facebook business group as well is Business Systems and Strategy as well. So you can find me on there. I'm on LinkedIn as well, Selena Bosherin or Caterpillar to Butterfly also has, and they'll find me there too as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, of course, we can go on and, and talk for <laughs> many more, many more minutes. I mean, you've given so much great, valuable information for our listeners. But our time today is coming to a close. If you could leave the listeners with one final tidbit, what would that be? Do something to nourish yourself and take yourself back to your values. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to give me the opportunity to interview you tonight. It was definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you on as my guest. Thank you for having me. It's been amazing to be here. Thank you. Many blessings and continued success to you on your journey. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, listening audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with my special guest, Selena Basharin, where she shared with us, have the ability to learn about people and their behavior. Don't be afraid to ask the why and understand the how. You have to develop a sense of resiliency. You don't need everyone to succeed. You only need a few. A no for right now doesn't mean a no forever. Success will teach you how to trust and be in alignment, and and that's important. That sense of community is important. Know what your values are. You have to put in the work and invest. There's no overnight success. Collaborations are important. A few books that you can look into, The Slight Edge, as well as Psycho-Cybernetics. When you're looking for personal or professional growth opportunities, books are great. Facebook groups are great. You can find experts, industry experts in those groups. When you are pulled to do more, you have to look at your priority and your values, so never get away from your core, your values, your priorities. This is a great time to learn. Find out what your skills are, what you need to learn. Use the time to build relationships and communicate You know, take that time to just learn, be more clear about your priorities, and make sure you have balance. And do something to nourish yourself. We're all awesome tidbits that Selena Boshran shared with us tonight. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous shows, subscribe at directimpactbroadcasting.com. If you think you are interested in starting your own podcast, I would love to have your show on our network with our other podcasts. You can send me an email at dibroadcasting, that's D-I-B-R-O-A-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G at trendyelitellc.com to learn more. In the meantime, please tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. So have a good evening. 
Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly. 